anytime we're talking about something that we want to do and we don't know how to wrap it up, he goes, maybe someday in this cruel world, there can be a new day. Because that would be good. <laughs> uh, and that last line. <laughs> Nerd on. What is everyone? <laughs> Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need, but you, you, and you, if you're watching on YouTube, deserve. Uh, and where all levels of nerd are psychopaths, who knows? Uh, today, all levels of psychopath are welcome. Yeah, there it is. That's yeah. All levels of psychopath are welcome. You know what? <laughs> this first sentence hits. Living in Los Angeles is hard. <laughs> Making a career as a writer is crazy. But running a dog borrowing business is the riskiest of all three. Today we dive into a, a nested narrative that Arc is. I've been playing too much Arceus. That Arceus. There's, there's no H in Arceus. <laughs> Arches the twists and turns and maybe even a final shootout. Join us as we discuss the film Seven Psychopaths. Pew, 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 pew. God, that was the worst intro I think I've ever done to date on one of... Uh, I'm sure we could prove you wrong. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, before we get too far into it, I'm Corey. I'm Tom. And I am Josh. And this episode is... Brought to you by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks, but there's more. You get boner episodes. Oh. You get early access to these episodes. You get, oh. you get access to servers that are only for the Nerd On Nation. Oh, oh. Where you can talk to us, you can talk to other uh, members of the Nerd On Nation. There's lots of cool perks, but... Oh, you yeah. Oh yeah, it's Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> you you can you get to support us because we like to do this, and people tell us that they like that we do this, so we just want to do this more. Yet to believe them. Yeah. So check it out, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. How much is it, Tom, to support us? At least just a minimum is four quarters, yep. baby. Yeah. Four yep. quarters. Yeah. I mean, it's like. It's like if you wanted to look at coffee, it would be more expensive. <laughs> yes, correct. So, you know, if you had like a stack of pennies, yeah, you could use that to help us. A stack a of pennies. A stack of pennies. stack of pennies. So yeah, check that out. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And the Discord is an open server uh, that uh, like, it's big. It's getting bigger. Like all the said. time. <laughs> wow. So check that out too. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And a huge shout out to our partners in crying, Apogee, Odyssey, and Embody Audio. Embody Audio. Yeah, check them out. Just good companies, good people. Appreciate them. Though they are like big brands, it's been interesting to get to know them a little bit more. And they just like to run their places like mom and pop shops. It's like little families. Yeah, little boutiques. But yeah, that that is the 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 housekeeping Let's get into this like psycho of an episode. Yeah. 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 This episode is crazy. Let's get into this killer episode. There yeah. it is. Um, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, relief. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Well, there's two things that happened. One, I was the it was the the segue into this, but also yeah. I was just uh uh flabbergasted that I wasn't the lowest common denominator today. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh everyone who think it's me <laughs> <laughs> so far. <laughs> no, it is it has been you today. Uh normally it's me. But uh if you're brand new to Nerd On, this is part of the show where we're gonna go into our first two segments of mm-hmm. the show. Uh, because this is a completed film, and at the end of it, we are going to rate it. So that's gonna bring us to <gasps> Guess that crop. Wow. And, and, and then there's four, five, six, seven total. Oh my god! Whoa. You, you put me in the movie. Who could it be? Rabbits. Uh, yeah. So that is the opening. That is our our musical segment for our guess that grump sequence. It's more where, of a spoken word. Yeah. Uh, it's slam poetry. Yeah. Um, where we're gonna go around the table and guess who out of all of us is gonna have the lowest. That. Nope. Nope. Not doing it. The lowest score for the week uh, for this episode, and we rate it from one out of five. No matter how high the number is, the lowest one will be the grunt for the week. It's true. And since I always explain, Corey breaks uh, through, I'll, and sometimes I've, le- I've grown. Uh, then uh, I'm going to go first. Okay. And I'm going to guess that it's going to be Josh because Corey suggested the episode. 
Mm. So and never in the I don't think there's ever been in the history of Nerd On where so you go like I really don't like this, so we should do an episode on it. Not yet. Yet. This is our this is our this is our fucking company. Look at Tom. We do, Look we into do the, the future. Fucking, we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Look at so him we're go. gonna do rubber. We're gonna do, we're gonna do grease. We're gonna do grease. We're gonna do La La Land. La La Land. And then and Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Yeah. All right. So you're voting for Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm, given. I'm gonna, mm. Mm. <laughs> what ought, like, what? I, oh man, I thought I had this and then some ideas just popped into my head of what might affect the score. I think I, I, mm, I think I gotta go, go with Tom on this one. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but I don't know. The thing that popped in my head is telling me not to. It's okay. I'll commit. I'll commit to it. Fucking commit. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna commit to it. So, are you sitting Whoa, at home? Did, did Josh vote? Yeah, he voted for you. Oh, Jesus. I just called it. You were so you're so quick. He didn't say it. I said you're voting for Tom. Yeah. And he went, yeah. Wow. I gave him a peer oh, pressure. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Smart, 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 you can smart, vote smart. for whoever you want. You want to vote? No, for No, it me? was gonna be Tom. You were oh, right. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you didn't get to say. It. Why don't you go ahead? Man, this was really hard. Gonna vote for Tom? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna vote for Tom. <laughs> okay. There you go. Hurry up. So listen, are you sitting at home? Yeah. <laughs> are you sitting at home going? Stimpy, you idiot! No, it I'm was trying a, to look for the a, toilet paper. It was a trap. Corey doesn't like Sam Rockwell, never has, never will. Uh, and so you should True have story. voted for him. If you're thinking that, you're dumb. But listen, you can vote with your dollars and go to the Nerd on Nation powered by Patreon and vote, boy! Listen, if you get it right the most throughout the year, you get crowned the king. Uh, Tom, what is it? I never, I'm never going to remember. It's, Vote, it's God Emperor Grand Poobah. That's right. God Emperor Grand Poobah guess her grumper. It changes um, every week. But guess what? On the smaller scale, if you get it right, you get a shout out on the show that week. So go vote. Come on. It's a lot of fun. We give you, I mean, it's fun. It, we all like it. I feel I like, like we need to make a poster that's like, like the, we need you. Like a, yeah. Yeah, That'd we need you to vote. Yeah, yeah to man. vote. Um, but, but anyway, people have voted on this episode. Uh, thank y'all. Shout out to them. And they have spoken. And? Josh. You, you are, are their guest. You are <laughs> the weakest link. So that's two <laughs> for each of you and none for me. So it'll be like me, Tom, and then you because you got the Nerd on Nation uh, vote. Keep that suspense rolling. That's it. So we go into the complete spoiler of that last segment, which is um, our initial reactions and our first impressions of this film. Mm-hmm. Since Corey suggested he should go last, since Josh is the gr- the guest grump uh, 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 a nominee, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, this was my first time watching it. Corey had lent me this uh, DVD Blu-ray, um, maybe two, three maybe years ago? seven years ago. No, um, I mean it was before the pandemic. The pandemic was been five years. Yeah, right? yeah that's right. So uh, might have been a decade ago. Yeah, uh, before I even moved to LA, it he was let, definitely he like borrowed. three or four, but it <laughs> felt like twenty. Yeah, <laughs> and um, he always kept talking about it. I had seen uh, three billboards in uh, outside Ebbing, Missouri, uh, and I had seen In Bruges, but I've never seen Seven Psychopaths. I've seen clips and stuff like that. For those of you who don't know, the same writer director for both mm-hmm. both those are the two. So Martin I'm familiar with Martin McDonough's work. Um, and again, keeping it out of spoilers, uh, I was—I didn't know what really I was going to get into, other than like it's a movie about seven psychopaths. What are, what's going to happen? And then you're watching it, and I, I would say this: I really enjoy Martin McDonough's writing a lot. I think yes, uh, there's something to me that I like about his writing that it feels much more. Uh, I think there's some people like the Coen Brothers, Tarantino. Uh, who they're known for like their quote unquote realistic dialogue, right? But that that has some wit and some flair to it. I think if you want to go more into like just pure human conversation, Mark Duplass is probably like yes. one of the best ones, even though there's a little bit of mumblecore. But um, here, I feel like Martin McDonough is, is like a truly kind of almost like um, uh, what's his name, Shane Black. Um, oh, okay. Where there is a little bit of a quirk with each character, kiss, but kiss, then, bang, bang, stuff yeah, like nice yeah. guys. Um, and and there's a there's a fun, um, entertainment value from the kind of mundane conversation. But even though that like they're kind of talking about like really stupid like highball half baked dumb shit. Yeah. Um. So that that was probably like one of my one of my things that I really took away from this and watching. I was like, okay, now I'm starting to get it. Um. And the cool thing about Martin McDonough's stories, at least for this one, it kind of highlights it where it's like. Take kind of semi not specific like uh special people you know they they could be in a cooler different place where, than you are but you know this can ha- these stories happen just anywhere anytime and they just happen all the time everywhere yeah um and I I thought that was really fun and enjoyable 
I did like uh, how the story unfolded and also like how you got to know each character and where they, they, they came from. And also a little bit, you got to, you got to really attach yourself to them too. Um, but I'll leave it at that. And, uh, Josh, who wants to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. Uh, so back in 2005, uh-huh. a movie came out called kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Mm. And I really loved it. Fell in love with the movie. Um, and, um, a couple of years later, a friend of mine was like, oh, you like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You're probably going to like this movie that just it just came out. I was working at Hollywood Video at the time. Shout out and RIP. Um, oh, and- whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I just wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, but um, uh, it was on the new release wall at the time. And uh, one of my coworkers came in and was like, oh, man, I really like this movie. You should watch it. And I watched it. And I fucking loved In Bruges Back to Front. Yeah. And... Then you're an inanimate fucking object. And then a few years later, Spoilers. this came out, and of course, I was just like, because I think one of the like promo lines was like from the writer director of In Bruges, mm-hmm. and and I was all in, and like watching this, I was like, yep, I've made a smart decision. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, I just appreciate the, um, I appreciate the humor. I am also a fan of. Just kind of ridiculous conversations uh, that people have that have points and no points at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of like, we'll get into spoilers later. Um, so it's just, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't. You like the movie. Uh, this movie is so good. Yeah. it's And the cast is just. Stacked. Yeah, it's stacked and yeah, I don't want to give away too much, so. Yeah. On a, uh, a a beautiful morning in 2012, wow. the wife and I went and saw this uh, because it had Sam Rockwell, Colin Farrell, Christopher Walken, Woody Harrelson, dot, 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 ETC. Uh, and we're like, yeah, writer of In Bruges, we're going to go see this thing. Um, and I remember walking out of the theater being like, that, I think this came out in October, end of the year, I want to say. I could be totally wrong. But I remember walking out of the theater and being like, this is like the best movie I've seen in a long time. This is this is the movie I want to make. I think I remember at first I was like, that's a strange title. Yeah. But I'm in. And I remember the trailer being a little like, boom, I boom, boom, I don't remember boom, the trailer. But I'm going to check it out after this episode for sure. Uh, but whatever it was, it sold me on it. Uh, and so we went and saw it. And yeah, I walked out being like, that was, that was my favorite movie of the year by far. Um, which was saying a lot because I... Th- think Avengers came out that year too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this stole the cake for me. Um, it's just, it's how I, it's right up my alley with the right type of comedy, dark comedy, a uh, little absurdist comedy. Um, to Tom's point, the writing is, is, is like, yeah, screwball kind of shit, but the way it's, it's delivered and the way it's written is just, it hits some sort of nerve in my brain that goes, yes, this is the way. This is the way you want your comedies to be. This is the way. Um, and so, yeah, I I loved the movie, uh, which is why I suggested it here today. And I won't, I can't talk about it without going into more spoilers. But this is one of those ones. There's a handful of movies that I will quote in my day to day life, and this is a a a heavy hitter in that category. So with that, that should give the listeners some idea of who's going to be the grump for this episode. And now we'll move on to our next two segments, which are going to be our brief uh, synopsis and then our uh, production. Brief yes. is brought to you by Joshua. Joshua. Sweet baby Josh. Boozy writer Marty, Colin Farrell, is a man in search of a screenplay. He has a catchy title, but no story to go along with it. Marty has a couple of oddball buddies, Hans, Christopher Walken, and Billy, Sam Rockwell, who make a living by kidnapping rich people's dogs, then returning them and collecting the reward. However, this time, the fur flies when Hans and Billy kidnap the beloved pooch of a gangster, Woody Harrelson, and Marty uses the ensuing events as fodder for his screenplay. Dog borrowing business. Dog yeah, borrowing business. it's true. I ain't it's... talking about that shit neither. <clears throat> and the production will be by me, uh, distributed by CBS Films, who has uh, distributed such films such as The Mechanic, The Duff, and Inside Lewin Davis. The director, mm. Martin uh, McDonough, who has worked on such films as Six Shooter, In Bruges, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Producers, Graham Broadbent uh, from Welcome to Sarajevo, The Debt Collector, and The Best Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Peter Serzin from uh, Now is Good, Windchill, and The Riot Club. And Martin McDonough also produced this, uh, who's produced such things as The Second Death, The Guard, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. The writer 
is Mar McDonough, who has written such things as Six Shooter, The Pillow Man, and The Beauty Queen of Linane. Uh, the cast is Colin Farrell, who's worked on such things such as The Lobster, Daredevil, and SWAT. Sam Rockwell on such things as Iron Man 2, Moon, and Vice. Woody Harrelson from Zombieland 2, Now You See Me, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Christopher Walken from The Deer Hunter, The Boondock Saints, and Mouse Hunt. The release date, there's also three- Also, real quick, uh, Bonnie the dog plays Bonnie. The dog. All right. Nice. Uh, that was, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was important. Uh, the release date Opa. for the film uh, has three of them. It released initially for, at September 7th, uh, 2012, at the uh, TIFF Film Festival. Um, I think that's Toronto International Film Festival. At uh, United States, October 12th. So, Corey, you were right on the money. Nice. Uh, 2012. And then uh, to the United Kingdom, December 5th, 2012. The runtime for the film is 110 minutes. Its budget was 13.5 in the range of $15 million, and it grossed $33 million. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 83% from critics from 219 reviews and 71 from audience mm. from 100,000-plus ratings. And that is all the production. Now we can move into the complete spoilers of everything. So if you haven't watched the film yet, please all do so. All the spoilers. Uh, we're going to do our favorite parts, favorite characters, our qualms, and finally, our rating. So, Corey, go first. What is your favorite Art. Absolute favorite part of this entire film is Billy's story. Billy's story time. Mm-hmm. When he reads, oh, when, when he's, he's doing the, uh, he's acting idea. out his idea for the oh, the yeah. big shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes on this. I would, I want to say, like probably four or five minute uh, monologue through this story, and is acting it out in the middle of the desert um, on peyote. And uh, <laughs> it's it's a brilliant performance, not only by Sam Rockwell but everyone involved as well, because he ends it after this host. He's got. Different quotes that stand out to me, like "fucking mow down," uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, oh Jesus, Abby Cornish. Oh Jesus, Phil, you, you're my best friend. And he ends it with this line that Dana and I will quote anytime we're talking about something that we want to do and we don't know how to wrap it up. He goes, uh, "Maybe someday in this cruel world, there can be a new day, because that would be." Good. Uh, and that last line, that would be good, is what Dana and I quote probably like three or four times a week. Like, I think we should do this thing outside because that would be good. Uh, and I, it's stuck in our head. But then it follows up with, with Christopher Walken going, I liked it. And Colin Farrell's like, you, you did? He goes, yeah. It's, he's talking about how it's like creative and stuff. And it just, oh, that whole scene encapsulates everything I love about this movie. But what what I love about that scene is, Yo, is there's actually it? silence for a second of like, and I just love their facial expressions. It's a little like uh, Simon Pegg in Hot Fuzz when he watches Shakespeare where it's like, yeah, just befuddled, freeze, just befuddled of and like. When, when Christopher Walken says, I like it. And then uh, Sam Malko goes, Oh, you did? Like he's so he's so excited but that someone liked it. One of my favorite parts is a little soon it's got after. layers. That's a, what it is. A little soon a little bit afterwards, when Walken's talking about talking to um, Marty about this the, the script, and yeah. he's talking about woman characters having no depth, and oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love that Marty's like, um, well, uh, writing women is hard, and uh, Hans is like, yeah, being a woman is hard, but they the women I know can put a sentence string together. a sentence together. <laughs> Most of the women I know can string a sentence together. Um, I I really enjoyed uh, this is the probably a big spoilers uh, with. You know Christopher Walken's you know death in the film, yeah. and then later on, uh, Marty gets the, the, ta- to the tape. tape recorder. Jesus, and then he he tells the new version of the story of the of the psychopath of that he created. It's really and, good, and it's it's really touching. And it was kind of one of those like, this is not the way, brother. And I was like, yeah. oh wow. And then like they take it, you know, and you know they you got the joke at the end. Yeah, and, but it was it was cool because so the film you know it has a nested narrative, which um, if you're not familiar with that term, they use a lot for more books. Um, it's when like a story is being told within a story. And so they use those stories to kind of bridge other stories happening from it. Um, I think the most famous one is Alibaba and the 40, 40 thieves. thieves. Yeah. And the story of this woman who is about to get killed. So she tells the Sultan like set like hundreds of stories. Yeah. Arabian nights, Arabian nights. And yeah. so, um, it, it, it's cool just to kind of like see that happen in, in visual storytelling and then also have it done where there are multiple stories. Mm-hmm. And so the entire time you're kind of, like, it's a fun thing that I really like going, and maybe I'm weird or crazy, but it's like, oh, I'm getting more bang for my buck. If I went to watch this in the movie theater, I didn't watch one movie. I watched, like, several movies at the same time of vignettes. one movie. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, one of those kind of, you know, things where they, they are starting to string along, and when you see the reveal of who Christopher Walken is in, in there, and you're like, oh, 
Like, that's really cool because they explain, like, oh, yeah, this one person slit his throat, too. And you're like, oh. It's a cravat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of, speaking of which, the power move that Hans has in the hospital with um, Woody Harrelson. with mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson's Char- uh, Charlie, uh, just like, like taking combat. taking it off and slowing and just freaking him out. Yeah. 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 I want you to have it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's fucking so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next. Oh, uh, no, that was, was one just, of my favorite parts. I was just jumping in with you. No, oh, right. no, no, no. Do you have another part? No, I was uh, oh. uh, softballing it to you. <laughs> oh, 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 my bad. Um, uh, sorry, I'm so I'm still stuck on that scene because I wanted to. I thought you were gonna go deeper into it. I had I wanted to discuss it with you. No, go, go. Um, for me, uh, uh, another favorite part would probably be. Uh, now I'm blanking because I'm so stuck on that scene. <laughs> well, what, what did you like about that? scene? I just it, it's 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 a touching scene because like you get to see Christopher Walken is kind of this um, almost indifferent uh, character through the whole thing. Um, well, because he lost the woman, you know, his life. Right, well, she's in the hospital, right? So before that, oh, I was gonna say after that point, but yeah, before that, he's he's kind of a pacifist, and he doesn't want anything. He, he's in the dog barring business, but he doesn't really uh, kind of show more emotion beyond like, you know, oh, I'm I'm in this moment, I'm here now, uh, and, and like you know, it's his it's his puke, their blood, his puke. Well, I mean, it's also kind of, I mean, this specific scene. What I love about it is that Hans is, I mean, he's a pacifist. He's like, I mean, being a dog borrower, I mean, it's like they're not hurting the dogs or anything like that. They're just kind of using a system. And, like, it's kind of a moment... Like, in another movie, he might go on a revenge spree. But he's kind of... And broken isn't the right word, but it's kind of like... You've kind of fucked with the wrong guy, in a sense of, like... But he's going to do you dirty with head games, in a sense of, like, he's going to use his words to break you down. Like, it's just... Like, (laughs) the road scene... And he's like, put your hands up. And yeah. he's like, no, no. I don't want to. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> just <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> I just, and he's just, he doesn't so, give but I got a, a shit. So? So. It just He doesn't give a shit. And I yeah. just, because his wife just meant so much to him. Mm-hmm. And which, I just, and which is so endearing. I love to see that. Yeah. I mean, which I think is a cool point of the film too, is that like there is a lot of subversion of things where, you know, the final shootout, there's no like, big final shootout like uh how it was imagined uh you have a you know that no moment where it's like put your hands up and it's like we're resisting the urge to kind of play into like the situational stereotypes that would happen and i think there's also that sense of you know woody harrelson being like i'm this cruel dude but also like i just want my dog back and you know it's like <laughs> you know he 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 you know he gets into so much shit and like kill, has you this, said like, don't bring guns exactly has this like <laughs> bloody spree going to get to the point of like trying to get his dog back but it's like yeah there's that i think there's that funness of it where it's just like this is not like any story that's typically been told yeah yeah that was so touching when he's just like no go back to 5 <laughs> I can't go back to 5 <laughs> it's just um, I mean, my absolute favorite scene is actually the last scene with the phone booth and Zachariah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just um, Zachariah just as a character just cracks me up with the rabbit. But First it's also of all, Tom Waits. Yeah, Tom like, Waits is is. I, yeah, I just love Tom Waits. But I also I'm gonna I'm going to be over to kill you Tuesday. That's good. I'm not doing anything Tuesday. And then he just kind of goes and he can hear what Marty's been through just in how he's talking. Yeah. And he's like, you sound like you've been through a ringer. And he's like, I have. And he's like, you know what? Tuesday doesn't work for me. Uh, can I get back to you? It just makes me just like. I'll be here. Just talking about murdering somebody. I just, I like the subversion of. But also like, interrupting the credits. Yeah. For that scene was pretty yeah. great. Also, it's nice to watch the phone booth. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. You know what? Yeah. You're right. You're totally right. Another. Like cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, it's a starring universe. Colin Colin Farrell, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's the same thing. It, we're we're this is the the PBCU, the phone yeah. booth cinematic. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> phone booth cinematic universe. No. Yeah, I think that's right. This is actually the 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 after credits anyway. Yeah, you uh, had to be there. I, I think. Uh, I mean, there, there's fun things that I really enjoyed as well. Just kind of like like. The introduction of each character, I think I, that was pretty fun because you got to just really infer their relationships with each other, um, especially like with the opening scene where you're just like, these two guys on a bridge and all of a sudden like, bam, they get shot. You're like, okay, this is the movie I'm getting into. That opening is one of my favorites <laughs> and, in, in movie history. And then, you know, you go straight, you know, then later on you go into, uh, you know, characters and you're like seeing like, okay, this is it. You know, we, when we first see Woody Harrelson in the bathroom, it's like, okay, 
this is like they're, they're they're very good at establishing each character and kind of getting getting you enough what you need to know. You don't need another backstory of where they're at, but there's you get to see their actions and be like, okay, you don't mess with this guy, and when you think he's gonna shoot you, he's not. But when he does, when he does, you're not gonna see it coming. It's like it's pretty fun in that way. And yeah. then when you get those characters to to be uh, in the same scene, you're like, oh, I wonder how this is gonna play out. So I think I think there's a good level of like suspense that Mark McDonough does, and I think. Yeah. Like you see that throughout all of his work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of those like it's it's what what would you say sophomore right? Because if In Bruges came before this, then this would be the second film afterwards. Yeah. It's like oh okay, I'm getting to see like what I liked in In Bruges, and then seeing that later on, and then when you see that in his later works, you're like oh okay, this is how it works out. Well, yeah. Also with the uh, the opening sequence having uh, Michael Stolberg and uh, Michael Pitt, like at the time they were in Boardwalk Empire, mm-hmm. and they were still. Not saying that they were small, but they weren't as known as they are now. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of for me. I was like, "Oh, hey, the guys, those guys." <laughs> and I love Stolberg. I just think that he's just—he's the guy who's in in um, Steve Jobs. I believe so. He's the he's, one. He's the one in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Right, 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 right. I think, but he's the guy in, in Steve Jobs when he's like, "God made the world in seven days." Oh yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Well, when you figured out when you t- when you tell us how you did it, yeah, or something like that." What is it? What's the yeah. line? Um, because that was my favorite. Yeah, line it, it's like but that's yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, someday but, you'll have to tell us how you, you did, did it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think he's a he's a wonderful actor. But I love when like like really good actors are in a movie for just like a couple of seconds. Yeah. Just and their only purpose is to die. Mm-hmm. But they, that, I love it. The dialogue they, there is so they brilliant. die so well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and their, their conversation is it moves pretty great. They they got some great chemistry together. Uh, you know, talking about like the different tortures and stuff like that. Um, oh, that's in the ear. That would be a completely different. That's a subject. different fucking conversation altogether. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things isn't even a moment. It's just a character trait that Billy Bickle has, where when people ask him or haven't didn't hear what he said, he says it the exact same way as the first time. So he's like, uh, "Kai and I got in an argument." He's like, well, "Why don't you call her and find out?" What? Well, why don't you call her and find out? <laughs> or when he's reading the paper and he's like, "Oh shoot, reading the paper, huh?" What? Oh shoot! Reading the paper, huh? But in a different like way because he's an actor. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like, it's like take two. It's almost the exa- <laughs> but he still has the same sort of like oh shoot, uh, that little piece of uh, character choice for me is one of my favorite things that he does. I think it yeah. happens three or four times in the movie, uh, but it's a, it's a little you know or the yakuza, yeah stuff like it's, that. Um, fuck, I lost it. Must have been a lie. Well. I have another one. Do it. Uh, well, it's I think. when when Colin Farrell's reading Billy Bickle's journal, mm. and he's talking about how much he cares about his friends and mm. all that kind of stuff. But it ends I have with to really help him out, make this movie and all that stuff. Yeah. P.S. Don't, don't burn, burn the neighbor's thing. flag down. And he looks. Uh, you see a shot of Billy looking at it right in the past, and then Colin looks up at it, and it's totally just torched. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And it's, torched. And it's still there at the end of the film too. Yeah. Uh, um, just little little nods like that. I I like those moments. Uh, I mean. This is one of those, it's it's always really, this is one of those movies and subjects to do an episode on that it's like, once you get started, favorite part, partsing, yeah. like for me, I was like, well, shoot, now I'm on to page two. <laughs> and it's like- Your brain again, just kind of like, like starts flooding Oh, then with there's that. Parts. Then there's, oh yeah. And it's, you know, there's a, um, all right, I'll just, this, I love this circular uh, thing that happens at towards the beginning, probably the first 20 minutes when first uh, Marty's- telling Billy, don't call my girlfriend a bitch. Mm-hmm. And then... I'm being a fucking bitch issues. And then, like, a couple of scenes later, he gets kicked out of the house for calling his girlfriend a fucking bitch. And it's just like, saw yeah. what you did there. Yeah. There, there. There's... I forget which movie we talked about it in, but there's there's lots of uh, referencing and circulating, circular things happening where it's like, remember when we did that thing before? Now we're going to do it again, but in a different situation and a little bit changed just a tiny bit. And probably the uh, Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Probably. There it is. Yeah. Uh, another favorite part of mine is the uh, eye for an eye and the whole oh, world goes yeah. blind. I, no. I wholeheartedly believe that. The, the the thinking that you can see Sam Rockwell do in character, it sells the, that whole next moment yeah. for me. The, no, it isn't. There'd <laughs> still be one eye, one guy with one good eye. Just have to fucking hide. <laughs> yeah. Gandhi was full of shit, man. Just no one of the balls to call him out on it. Uh, I think that might have been the moment in the trailer now that I'm remembering where mm. I was like, I got to see this. I yeah. have to see this. Uh, the three of their dynamic also is just um, pretty great together. Like when Colin Farrell's telling the story in the bar to Hans about him. No, no, no. And, yeah. And then, and then yeah, Sir Malcolm oh, comes yeah. back. He's like, no, no, no. 
Mm. Mm. Uh, or or when you know that because there's that moment talking about circular at the party where Colin Farrell's telling the story and Sam's like, I I told him that story. You know, he shouldn't be telling that story. And then you find out why, and he's telling it yeah. to Hans, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So little moments that the payoffs you're talking about. Like, I mean, the uh, talk about just like the the whole cast is strong. Like the the whole like even the little characters like we were talking about the the beginning scene like these two characters talking about a way of killing somebody a certain way and they're just everybody's just solid and yeah. it's it's a it's a really good um, ensemble piece ensemble too. Yeah. Um, I mean that shootout scene definitely has that too where all the people from the story start coming into and they all get mowed down too and you're like. Oh, okay. in the storytelling, yeah. And story. so you yeah. see like the the Vietnamese dude, and then you see like the the couple, and then they, they all yeah. they all they, they die holding their hands. Oh, yeah. And the back, yeah, the backstory of Zachariah and Maggie. Uh, yeah, I just, I just, like, that's what, I mean. Dexter. If I had to pick a favorite psychopath. I'm just like, oh yeah, Zachariah. Zachariah. And just like, I'll, I, this should count as one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Serial, um, serial killer. Serial oh yeah, and killing. they're at the Zodiac's house, and then yeah. he can't do it, right? Isn't that or he quits? Well, he, she, he she's so brutal. He's like, no, and then like. The oh, because the rabbit, because yeah. he almost gets the rabbit. That's right. Yeah. Uh, like, just, do you think just because I carry rabbits doesn't mean I'm, yeah, so. Yeah. You didn't take me seriously? Yeah. Did you leave me a voicemail talking about how you were going to pull my insides out? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you seem legit. Why don't you come on in? <laughs> I love hey, that. Any um, other favorite no. parts, Corey? I mean, I, uh, I really could go on all day about this Yeah, this film. whole movie, like, again, this whole movie, when I was watching it, it was very, very hard to, because something would pass, and I would be laughing, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I forgot to write that down. Oh, fuck, I forgot to write that down. There's just, when, there's so much. When Hans, oh, when he goes, why don't we just call the cops? No cops! And you're like, oh, jeez. No, <laughs> no cops. All right, no cops. I did like when- He doesn't uh, like cops. When the reversal, or I guess the dark, the dark part happens around the third act, where, um- Woody Harrelson has had the tables turn finally, and now like they're in control, and then he gets Colin Farrell back in the car. He's like, "What? Well, don't be like that. Why are you so upset?" It's like, it's like you had what? Oh, two one per, one friend dies. Like I had like three of my guys die. My girlfriend I've had six di- friends die. die. <laughs> He's like, I've had way worse. You're three. <laughs> yeah, and so I thought that was just kind of funny of like you know uh, comparing woes to each other, but yeah. also it's like he has that line like. Don't you want a gun? I don't believe him. You don't believe in guns? They're not leprechauns. They're not fairies. <laughs> um, but also in the in the when he and his goon show up and he's like, I didn't kill your dog, he killed your dog. And the other guy just goes, Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The same guy who shot Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, Oh, oh no, this. I didn't kill your friend. He killed, he killed your, your friend. friend. And he's just like, come on, Dude. man. That guy's in all of Martin McDonough's movies, by the way. Yeah, he's, he's like a buddy of his. He's one of those actors that is like I like you, old man. He is in a lot of things. Yes. He's in a lot of things, and he's wonderful in everything that he does. Yeah. But you go, hey, what's that one actor's name? I don't fucking know, he, he's but that, he's great. He's that guy. Yeah, yeah. he's that he's guy. Uh, that guy. Same, with, same with the guy from Grounded for Life. When he gets out of the car with a gun, and he does that like weird walk up to, yeah. up to Christopher Walken. Uh, that actor, I don't, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but every, I've, everything like, I've seen him in, he's wonderful. There's actually a documentary, and I don't remember where it is, but it's like that one. I think it's called that one. Oh that yeah, one yeah. actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a whole bunch of actors that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I know he them. Was in- Th- there is a famous extra. The, yeah, the, the the bigger boy with the glasses and the curly hair. Yeah, he is every. Yeah. Oh, every yeah. every background. Uh, every last thing I want to talk about here, Crispin Glover, huh? being in the background. <laughs> What? Crispin Glover is in the court scene in the background. I didn't even notice. I, it was just like Bonnie and I paused. We were like, that's Crispin Glover. Is it really? From Back to the Future? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he came into our store once. Very cool. Mm. Um, <laughs> I want to I talk a, a moment about Woody Harrelson's portrayal as a villain in this because you do hate him, but you also- Love him? Love him. For those moments that Tom brought up, don't be so mopey. I've had s- six friends to your two. That's four more friends have died. Like the, just every the time rationale. The, the, I mean, when this feel, feels like a, yeah. The, anytime the gun doesn't go off, and like you just you kind of feel bad for the guy. You're kind of like I like the blue I mean, gets Is this at all like a? Because he's one of my favorite characters. No, no, no. We'll move into that in a second. But yes, okay. Yes. Well, I mean, he. I just yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah, but you just can't help but feel for him as a dog lover, mm-hmm. as a dog uh, uh, parent. You're just kind of like. Aw. Yeah. That's the one thing that brings out his sweetness. Just his dog. His dog, he, Bonnie. But he it's, likes the blue grips. Yeah. I like the blue on the grips. Uh, last thing, last favorite moment for me is is Billy's uh, story coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets the paw. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Paw. 
Uh, and, and when I first saw it, of course, I was sad, but Tom knows this, that I, I'm a big fan of, of beloved characters suddenly being off in a way. And I thought this was a nice way to do it, uh, you know, where, where Colin Farrell can see him slip the card into the, the uh, collar. And he's like, oh, shit, he, this is going to go down. Um, yeah, You're a and, smart cheese. And, and just like, a, I don't know, I thought it was a nice uh, wrap up to his story because there was nowhere else. He wanted the final shootout. He's getting his big final shootout at that same spot uh, that he points out on the way in or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I just, it, it was sad at first, but I came to really love that he ends up dying in it because he's also killed a fuck ton of people. I, I also mean, like when crazy characters crazy or seemingly crazy. Uh, crazy are Psychopathic. also incredibly smart. Yeah. Like he's just like stupid smart. Stupid smart and like figuring out the I mean it doesn't work out, but it's like he's got the guns labeled yeah. each person yeah. with the tag yeah. name tags. Yeah. Um I to the, to that point of uh, his end, I do think it was it, it was it was it was nice because it was a little telegraphed because you kind of just felt like you know, even though he is a psychopath killer who has killed all these people, killed uh, his, his girlfriend and stuff like that, who's also Woody Harrelson's girlfriend. Yeah. But like, um, I mean, chlamydia or something. There, there is that sense that he's just like, you know, my ultimate destination is to be of service to Marty, and so you're kind of like, he's going to die a martyr death for sure, for sure. And yeah. but then it's kind of one of those things like it'll be nice when it happens because it will be kind of this really bittersweet moment that there will be like, even though like. Around the end of their friendship, like there was just a lot of friction, and it's just like, oh my god, what are you doing? You're causing all these problems towards us, and kind of escalating things unnecessarily. But then it is to oh, like help. when he finds out he's the Jack of Diamonds, yeah, guy, and then yeah. blows up the car, and like you know, like oh, co- I'll give you a hint, <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> the cops, uh, it's that kind of I thing. Them. So it's 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 one of those like, oh, he's gonna go out in like a blaze of glory kind of thing in his own way, and uh, it, it was one of those like, I was like, yeah, it was like. This is gonna be this is gonna be sad, but yeah, it, it, was, it was enjoyable. They make you feel a little better because because of how Colin Farrell realizes it. He's kind of got that smile. He's like, "Final shootout. What did you just say? Nothing. Just a something a friend said." Um, yeah, I yeah. think it, I think it's a good ending. So now let's go to favorite yes. characters. I wasn't trying to rush. It was no, just no, no, we no. were talking about a specific character. You were but looking what for is that the, sweet segue. Yeah. The the what is the parameters? The, we'll do the two. parameters. We'll do two. two. We'll do okay. two. I mean, he wasn't technically on the top. So of my, my list. qualms are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. We did it. See? Tom got back to the bottom. Well, yeah. everybody, that is our episode. <laughs> no. Um, no, Billy's my number one. Uh-huh. I love every yeah. single scene. But, I mean, I'm I'm partial to Sam Rockwell. Like, I remember seeing him in The Green Mile and just being like, that guy. Oh, what a bastard. That <laughs> what guy. What a bastard. And yeah. he was just, like, always on my radar. Because, I mean, bastards usually are Good really actors. great actors. And, if you like, don't like the character... You could still like the actor. Yeah, that means they just did their job. Because well. there's a willingness to go Harry there. Potter? Oh, uh, he plays Lady in Pink. Oh, yeah, Umbridge. Yeah. Umbridge. Hate yeah. her. Same so thing with great the actress. Joffrey. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just wonderful. Like, as an actor, I'm like, man, the willingness to just like, and that's what I'm as an actor. I'm learning of just like the willingness to go there and just like be able to commit and just and just uh, just Billy is just so funny and Hans. I mean, Hans. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he has an interesting story, and he just, I mean, that's Christopher Walken. Come mm-hmm. on. Come on. Yeah. And I he kind of becomes, he becomes really sweet. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Corey, you or me? Um, go ahead. Uh, Hans first. Uh, Hans first. Had a feeling. I, 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 that's, I mean, to me, he has, like, the most storied story, almost. Like, he had this past, and then also, again, like Corey said, like, he he's very, you're unsuspecting that he's going to be, like, this killer, and you're like, oh, shit. That's really Can cool. I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, just because it is something that, for some reason, I just even though I've seen this multiple times, I couldn't. Which character in that story was he? Was he the young guy or the? He's the the, the Quaker. Okay. Yeah. He was the Quaker who some guy killed his mm-hmm. daughter. Okay, for some reason I just he, yeah couldn't connect it in my brain of like which one was because he? I think there's a flashback where you see him. He's in the at the hospital and he's wearing the Quaker outfit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's wearing for some the reason black I just couldn't. I couldn't piece it together in my brain of like. Which one was he? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, a little bit of, you know, when you watch it and he starts explaining the story, he's like, and then the Quaker does this, and then Chris Walken takes off the thing at the same yeah. time. He doesn't do it when, like, and then the young man did this, yeah. and then he did it. Uh, so, yeah, Hans for sure. And then I'd have to say Marty. Yeah. Um, I think there, there's a level of him being like, 
audience surrogate. I was gonna say, wait, you identify with Marty, don't you? No, <laughs> no. Um, I can defend whoever I'm dating a lot better. Oh, but Kaya, Kaya. That being said, uh, no, I just kind of liked a little bit of his like, you know, uh, he is straight man. He is the straight man to it all. So he's kind of just trying to run with the logic of it all, where everyone around him has no logic in that sense. Um, but also at the end of the day, like. There is, I, you do get a clear want and need from him. And I do like the fact that, like, it's very well telegraphed. It's like, oh, I want this story, but he ends up needing is the relationships that he gets from yeah. those yeah. stories. And then it ends up fulfilling his book. He's Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he writes The yeah, Lord yeah, yeah. of the Rings. I, so. uh, I apologize for this turn of, turn of phrase, but he sticks to his guns in the sense of, like, he, there was a pew, moment pew. where he thinks, you can see it in his face where he thinks about taking the gun, but he's like, oh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't believe in them, kind of thing. Right? Yeah. It's like I, I appreciate that in this crazy scenario, it'd be very easy to make a switch. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the you know the the trademark of good writing and good character writing is that your characters have to believe in something. If their characters are just born yesterday, then you'll you'll see that. But then if you have characters who have stipulations and have belief systems, like you know, moments that they break or moments that they don't break are really important. Really, really weird side tangent is a movie like Midnight Meat Train. Where Bradley Cooper's character is like, I'm vegan. And then all of a sudden one day he's like, Give me, give me beef. And it's like, you didn't really beef. do a lot to like make it make us give a shit about it. But uh here it's like, okay, yeah, he's he's a pacifist. Yeah. Um, Corey? Um, Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy off the off off like way above everyone else. <laughs> uh just his little aside, like his dialogue was written really well. Obviously, Sam Rockwell is a very gifted actor. Uh, like the scene when he's talking about uh, Marty's alcoholism. He's like, you're fucked from birth. You're Irish. Tolerance. The, yeah, the Spanish have bullfighting, the French have cheese, and the Irish have alcoholism. What do Americans have, Billy? Tolerance. <laughs> uh, beautiful delivery. Uh, so it's Billy, w- w- crazy, crazy high, and then and Hans, you know, not too far behind. Uh, the two of them together are just peas in a pod, and I love their understanding for each other. I love that... Um. I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact wording, but there's a moment where uh, Colin Farrell's just over it. He's like, that's just, oh, it's fucking great. You know what that is? Great. Uh, and, and then Chris Vaughn goes, you know, you talk about psychopaths so much, but it's a little tiring being around them, don't you think? Uh, and so like those little moments there where he's totally understanding of everybody, uh, has a has a... The patience of a saint. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when he's talking about seeing his dead wife, and then Billy tries to be like, "Oh, th- that was me. You know, I could do uh, a great impression." And he's kind of touched that he would lie like that. And he's like, "All right, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't go wrong." And it's Christopher Walken. It's so. Christopher Walken. Those are my two. Um, so consensus is we all love Hans. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, next part Seems which is to be the common denominator. Yes, the favorite character of this episode yes. is Hans. Hans. Uh, the next part is going to be our qualms. So Corey, how many qualms do you have? How many qualms do you not have? Well, uh, how many do I not have? How uh, many qualms do I not have? At least all of them. <laughs> At least two. He doesn't have at least two. Yeah. I don't have. I don't. I don't have any qualms. I there isn't a thing I would change about this. He's got ninety nine qualms, and they're not this movie. Yeah, Josh. I mean, it's a reaching qualm, but uh, there's a part of me walking away, going like, "Am I a fucking idiot for not it's knowing not, which character like Hans is in that story?" The only thing that it was where the original story took place. Mm-hmm. It was the timing of it, like the era of it. Like I was like. To me, it didn't make sense for Hans to, to be the to to be two years older, not yeah. like fifty years older. Yeah, because it was like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. where that's where he says you got a couple things wrong with the story. Yeah, and then schools him. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but it, it created create a disconnect for you yeah. a little bit. It was it, but again, yeah, that is a total reaching qualm. Like this is one of those movies that I've said it before, where I have to watch it multiple times just to make sure that I don't have qualms. Yeah. And it's like I walk away from this movie going, I love this movie. <laughs> I like this movie a lot. It's fun. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I think my first one is going to be I couldn't I love I like I like a Sam Rockwell, but I feel like Billy's character was just to me very annoying. Oh, all right. Mm. Um okay. and the ir- I think the thing that irritated me so about So now we write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing that irritating for me was just like there was a little bit of like a like 
I don't know how I really cared or was just like, oh, okay, here he is. He's 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 that kill. He's the killer, right? And it was like, okay, cool. So now the baddest, coolest killer is now on our team. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. But it just it, it kind of he kind of felt like to me he lost a little bit of like his mystique and mysterious like mysterious like it felt like he should have been able to switch on a dime but it was just like no I'm just gonna be this killer and I think at the final shootout where like he throws out the two guns he's like I saw that there I was like no yeah like it, it kind all of, right I, so the thing is like, I like that part of Billy I didn't like that part of what's his name Ace Jack, Jack of Diamonds Jack of Diamonds like it, it made me feel like those are two different characters and it, it felt. Almost like a like you know a quote unquote better Bruce Wayne Batman thing or sure. like Batman's this way Bruce Wayne's this way Billy's this way Jack of Diamonds is this way, um, and then when it was revealed it was him I was like well they just feel like different characters now um, instead of like oh I'm going to reveal who it is and it's going to be like you know Christian uh, uh, Christopher Walken instead so like that character overall like irritated me in that sense I don't l- dislike his interactions with everyone but that's what annoyed me was oh, like yeah like oh he's supposed to be this cool killer guy you couldn't make the jump of like. It just, it didn't feel like for me, it didn't help me be like, okay, cool. Well, go put your red mask on and go kill everyone and then come back and the movie's over. But it felt like, okay, well, we're going to stay in this Billy character. Because I did like how he was like, oh, I, I really care about Marty. And even though his girlfriend's a bitch. And yeah. he's like, I really want to help him make this movie. I can't be selfish anymore. Bitch. He's a good writer. Like, I liked those things. And then, like, to have this whole, like, oh, well, he's also this killer dude. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. But it's so it, it kind of that kind of made it weird for me where it's like if they didn't have to have that at all and just had him be like, oh, I could kill people. And he's like, I have a bunch of guns. And it's like, okay, this guy has a bunch of guns. Yeah. Cool. Um, that would have been just fine. So having that point, both points, and I was just like, all right, whatever. Um, so it just felt to me like a little superfluous. And then the second thing, which is that the thing that I kind of like said that I liked, but it had, had me at a little bit at odds there felt like there was a big telegraph of like what was going to happen with each character. Mm. Like I knew I was like, Marty's going to have a story where everyone's dead and all this stuff happening. Like I knew this kind of like by the time they were going to the desert, I was like at the, at this point, it's like everything's going to be resolved. He's going to be fine. These two are probably going to die. And it's like, cause they have nowhere else to go as characters. And then there, there's just someone that's like, yeah, the story kind of uh, at that point, I felt like, well, I'm now I'm not going to watch for the story. Now I'm going to watch for the performances. Sure. So, it felt very, which is good. I think every writer should really focus on their characters more than their plots. In some times, sometimes some people just get way into plot and they just their characters are do stupid shit. Where here, I was just like, all right, cool. And and I think it is carried a lot by all the actors' performances. And I think to me, it's the beautiful synergy between you know the writing, directing, and the producing, the set, and the actors delivering the lines to kind of convey what's happening to it. But I knew for a fact of by the time. We revealed that uh, he was the Jack of Diamonds. I was like, okay, this whole thing's gonna be subverted. So it's not gonna be anything what's gonna happen, what they're playing out to. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I know what this is gonna happen. Kind of like at this point, we've done Bo Burnham's inside. Yeah. There's a moment like, I know what's gonna happen. I sure. know what's gonna happen. And it, it kind of takes away a little bit of the fun. So you have to try to enjoy the performances instead. So yeah. That, that, that was my one thing. That's more of like, a, I guess, a writing qualm. Uh, but those are my two qualms. All right. Now we can move on oh, to ratings. the ratings. So now it's me first, then you. No, then, it's, no me, it's Corey. Then you, then Josh. Okay. Josh. Five. Five for Corey. How surprise, surprise. surprising. It's got everything I want in a movie. It's got dark comedy, people die, Sam Rockwell. <laughs> but did he, 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 he danced? He danced a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he danced. I was like, you have to have Sam Rockwell dance in a movie. That's all you need. To get five. <laughs> Sam, Sam Rockwell dancing? Not wrong, right? No. Yeah. Just Sam Rockwell dancing. Dangerous Minds? Yeah, that's true. All right. For me, it is a four. Solid four. Oh, oh, okay. Solid four. Solid four. Solid four. Masterpiece level. Yeah. All right. Solid four. Josh? You want to put it in? You want to type it, it in? Five? Here's a five for Josh. Yeah. It's a five. Yay! I put a six five. on accident. <laughs> I'm also. I mean, I'll put me down for a six. If you're, uh, if you're giving out sixes. Uh, I mean, Martin, Marty, McDonough. I just. I think he's just. I, I love. I love. I love what he does. Uh, uh, three billboards Mr. Is, Play- is amazing. Right, director. Yeah. Whatever. Um, does it all. Uh, yeah. I just, and and this movie I, is uh, perfect. To your point. Those three movies, like, oh, you could tell those are his movies, which yeah. I really my, like. Which... My qualm, it's like, if anything, I wouldn't hold it against them. I'd hold it against myself. Like, maybe I would need to 
Pay more attention, Josh. Yeah. God. Get off the IMDb. Yeah. Stop, yeah. dick. Stop texting us during the movie. Yeah. We only get one <laughs> shout out today, by the way. Oh. oh yeah. Mitchell G. Hey. Ooh. It's that shout out today. You guessed Boom. Tom. I, I, I'm sorry, all you voters who voted for Josh. I'm so sorry. I got one too. <laughs> and he's going to hold it against them for the rest there of the There you have lives. it. That is You're our the guesser, gator, psychopath, uh, dog borrowing, cravat wearing, Hiya, Kaya, <sighs> guesser. Yeah. Borrower. So that, <laughs> that is our episode on Seven Psychopaths. If you have seen the movie, uh, what did you think? Tell us. Uh, continue the conversation in Discord. That is the that's my favorite part, at least. I mean, I never asked you guys, but it's my favorite part to just continue the conversation in Discord. I mean, you could go to His the favorite DMs. Part's not this episode. It's the happening after the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just mean that's <laughs> a, my favorite way to continue the conversation, like of our episodes. Like you can go to the Discord. Uh, you can also go to our um, social media if you haven't seen. Seven Psychopaths, you got really far into this episode, and we talked a lot about it. There's a lot of spoilers, so I hope you still go and watch it. I hope we sold you on it. I hope you. I hope yeah. my two qualms didn't exactly. avert you from that, because you know what? Maybe I didn't get it, and I'm not smart, smart, yeah. smart enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, to check out more of what we do, go to our uh, website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the links to everything that we do, including... Video episodes. We do video episodes and they're on YouTube. Like right now. We're like recording right this. Now. Let's get digital. Digital. We're gonna get. So check out our That's YouTube and uh, wherever you are listening, because we are everywhere podcasts can be heard, stop by, rate, review, share us with your, your friends, your family, your enemies, you know, the psychopaths you know, everybody. Share it with them. That's how we grow. And then. Ow. Ow. And then Josh has a Corey's finger. Yep. I think that's it. I mean, check out the Nerd on Nation. That really is, uh, it is how we've been able to continue doing this. We are nearing, we're like halfway through our fifth year. Oh, God. Wow. Why do you have to say it like that? That's a lot. We, we, in the way that we've been able to continue doing that is the Nerd on Nation. They keep the lights on and upgrade our lights. Yeah. (laughs) And our cameras. And everything, and we appreciate them. It's a cool bunch to be a part of. Check it out. Check out that Nerd on Nation. I'm gonna look at this camera. Check out the Nerd on Nation. They're dope people, and you get to be one of those dope people. So yeah, that's the housekeeping. That's it. And it was good. It was good. <laughs> and, it was and it would be good. good. So that's it. Take care of yourselves. We heart you. You know the drill. As always. Nerd on. Ending broadcast.